0: This podcast may contain adult themes and triggering topics. Please be kind to yourself if you get triggered by what we discuss.
1: Also, this isn't a substitute for therapy or counseling. Please listen to the appendix at the end for some of our recommendations for resources that will help you find a qualified mental health care provider.
0: Now, we take you to a time in the near future where emotional abuse has been appropriately deemed a crime and the survivors find a home to reclaim their lives and freedom. This is Haven, and these are the stories of the Reclaimers. Hi, Dad.
2: Don't give me that tone. That's the last thing I need today. have to come all the way out here to get you since she...
0: I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to give you tone. I, I just... Oh, here we go. Dad, I... thanks for coming to get me. Sure. Dad? What? Well, I was, I was hoping... I mean, I wondered if we could talk about what happened.
2: Talk all you want. Was she going to be okay? How should I know? Well, I mean, is she going to... Probably.
0: No, no, I don't want her to...
2: To what? (laughs) To die? Too late, son. She did everything in her power to kill herself. And do you know why? Was it my fault? Maybe. More than likely, it's her fault. She hadn't asked, I wouldn't have answered.
0: Answered? What did she ask you? Dad? Dad? Dad! Dad! D- did she say something to you? When did she ask you? Did she say something today? Was it Was it today? Dad? D- Dad, if she said something to you today and then did that, they, I mean, the police, they'll want to know.
2: Then I guess I'll have to tell them, won't I? Well, you could tell me too. Dad...
0: Dad, Dad, uh, Dad, what if I try to guess?
2: Guess what? What you said to her. I didn't say anything to her. But just a minute ago, you said that- You have the worst memory, son. Just shut up and let me think, okay? I have to figure out what to do with you tonight.
0: I could just sleep at the hospital.
2: Oh yeah, that'll look great. I let a kid like you loose in a place like a hospital. If I leave you there, you'd be into everything. Asking everyone questions about everything. (laughs) Doctor, 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 doctor. See, pretty obnoxious, isn't it? I'm sorry. Quit apologizing. It's obnoxious. I'm...
0: I won't be obnoxious. I'll do what I do when I'm at your house. I'll do my homework and then go to bed.
2: Can't you just give it a minute? I'm sick of answering all your smart guy questions. I'm sorry. What did I say... About apologizing. I'm... You're... I am i was not going to say anything. Good. And quit acting like I'm going to hit you. I'm not like that, Phoenix. No matter what your stupid mother says, you know better, right? That I'm not some horrible abuser?
0: Yeah, yeah, Dad. You've never hit me.
2: No matter what she says.
0: Yeah, Dad.
2: Are you doing that thing right now where you're feeling my emotions? Yeah. You trying to see if I'm lying? No. No what?
0: Uh, No, Dad.
2: Okay. (laughs) If you don't cheat, then yes. You can try to guess. Guess what? What I said to her yesterday. So you did say something to her? (laughs) Phoenix, do you want to guess or not?
0: Um, I'm okay. We can just be quiet now.
2: Oh no. You asked for a game. (laughs) We're going to get a game. Okay. So? guess. Was it about me? (laughs) You're so selfish. Of course it wasn't about you. Does everything revolve around you? You're you're
0: right. (laughs) Uh, No, you're right.
2: (laughs) I usually am. Was it about her liking girls? How'd you know? What did you say? I just told her the truth. If she wasn't such a giant idiot, she could probably date whoever she wanted. But the more depressed she got, the uglier she was gonna get. What? What? Uh, Nothing. It's nothing. No. I can see that little smirk on your face. That means you're thinking I did wrong, right? You always get that look when you're being like her, all morally superior. Well, I won't have it, Phoenix. My own son will treat his father with respect. (laughs) Maybe it's good she finally went for it. Give you and me more quality time. So I can teach you how to get rid of that smirk for good. Did you say, finally? Oh yeah, she's been thinking about it for years.
0: She has? I never heard that before, I...
2: What do you mean, heard that? What, now you're a mind reader? Oh, um,
0: no, no, I just meant that her feelings, she never felt that.
2: Big smart guy expert, right?
0: No, I mean, no, Dad, I'm just trying to figure out why I didn't feel
2: anything from her. Simple, she hid it from you. She just wanted you to think she was fine, and she knew she couldn't show you all those times she thought about it. Or, you'd start to like me better. Oh. Come on, son, buck up. We're not that far, and as soon as we get there, you can go in and see her. She's sleeping, so you can read her all you want. Can you read people while they're sleeping?
0: Uh, Not really. Not unless they're feeling something.
2: Oh yeah, then you'll probably have to wait till she wakes up. Uh, You really think she's going to wake up? maybe. But maybe her waking up isn't all it's cracked up to be. It's not. Phoenix, if she wakes up from this, how will you ever know again that she's okay? How will you know she's not going to keep hiding it from you? How will you ever be able to trust her ever again? You'll never know if today's the day you're going to get the call that she's gone, and that she's left you alone forever. Face it, Phoenix. She's just given you life sentence.
0: Oh, I hadn't thought of that.
2: That's what dads were made for, to help you see the hard stuff. Now then, man up, son. If she sees you cry, she might not be able to handle it. Okay. Phoenix, you're supposed to (laughs) stop crying. Cut it out. I'm sorry, dad. Fine. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Let's just do like you said and ride the rest of the way in silence. Okay.
0: I know he was gaslighting me. I knew then. But I didn't care. I just wanted my Mama Jane. I didn't want him.
3: This was when you were twelve? Yeah. I'm getting the big emotions. All of them? Yes.
0: And I'm not somehow injuring you with them or something? Injuring me? No, I have this recurring dream. Nightmare? Okay, sure.
3: What's it about?
0: It's about me being able to kill people because of my big emotions.
3: How long have you had this nightmare?
0: Since secondary school.
3: Which you finished when you were 14? Right. So, since you were... 12.
0: Yeah. I think that you're started a lot of stuff.
3: Was this what all the dissection was about during the aquarium nightmare of a few months ago? Yep. That's still showing up in your daily life? Yeah. Do you want to talk about that?
0: No. I'm tired of talking about things and everything just getting worse.
3: How are Gwen and Suzu? Oh,
0: good. We had a sleepover in Percy's office since mine was... You know. And I did what you suggested. I told them the story of my work and let them in on why I was so sad. And they asked a ton of questions about Franklin and suicide and ideation. They're really smart. Very empathetic. Still not sure how to handle all that. Or if I should have told them to begin with.
3: You know... My trainer
0: here at the Haven... Please don't say he was a good guy. I can't handle that today.
3: (laughs) No, I was going to say that he taught me that if kids are old enough to ask questions, they're old enough to get answers. Answering their questions let them into your world.
0: Something no one did for me.
3: That's the first time I've ever heard you admit that.
0: Confronting one of the most traumatic moments of one's childhood seems to raise a lot of truth bombs.
3: Was Jane's attempt the most traumatic moment? No. What was?
0: You know, I, I think it'd be just criminal if we met today and didn't talk about how rainy it's been.
3: Phoenix, we go at your pace. You can just tell me that we need to stop.
0: You know what needs to stop? Life. Life and all its tunnels and twists and turns and lies and blocks and... It just needs to stop.
3: Grief is a way of stopping.
0: Oh, good Lord. That's genius. Did I say that? Or or is that all you?
3: That is my personal experience talking.
0: You know grief, huh? Percy's right. All the wise ones have suffered.
3: I have. Suffered. I know what it is to lose someone... I know what it is to stand helpless while someone you love very deeply tries to do things that will cut everyone off. And I know what it is to not recover.
0: I'm not trying to be a jerk. Thank you for sharing that.
3: I care about you, Phoenix. Not just as a trainer, not just as a colleague or survivor. I care about you. Your heart, your sanity. I care about whether or not you know you're loved, and I I care about what your parents did. I feel angry about their choices because you were clearly a warm, empathetic person. I'm angry your mother tried to take her life. I'm angry your father wasn't there for you, and I'm sad that you're grieving. You don't deserve any of this. Are you sure about that? Yes, Phoenix. I'm so sure that I'm going to sit here with you and listen to one of the most optimistic people I know get sarcastic because he's trying so hard to stop the march of the long world so he can just sit down and cry his whole heart out.
0: I feel like I've cried so much there's nothing left.
3: We're not going to force it. I just wanted you to have the invitation, Okay. This space is here for you to use when you need it. Thank you. I'd love to hear how things went with Gwen's teacher.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. I could use a topic change. Oh, Oh, no, wait. Before we talk about that... Yes? The auricular. The temperature change in there.
3: Did you... What would you like to tell me about that?
0: I know it's because of my fear about Percy. About her emotions and my emotions and her not blocking me anymore. And what if I get blocked again without my consent?
3: That's a lot of insight.
0: Yeah, but the important thing to know is that I can't control it. The temperature? Anything. In the auricular, I can't control it. What makes you say that? I just needed someone to know that I've always felt comfortable in there... But it's not a place I built, or control. Who does control it? You want me to say that it's Percy? Is it? No.
3: Neither of you built it, or both of you
0: built it? Oh. if, If both of us built it, that would mean we don't have individual control? That seems right.
3: The understanding of how it works is still new, and... Yours is pretty unique, because...
0: Uh, n- not a telepath,
3: right. Can I ask a, a somewhat difficult question about that? Sure. Do you resent her telepathy?
0: Yes. Except for when I don't.
3: Is, is that jealousy I'm getting?
0: No, it's resentment.
3: How long have you resented her telepathy? And does she know?
0: She doesn't know. <laughs> I'm hiding that because I don't want to traumatize her.
3: And it's always been this way?
0: Oh, um, uh, no. It started a little after the inquiry.
3: I'd like you to think about specifically when and what triggered it. Is that all right?
0: I guess so. I can do that.
3: If we can tie when it started, we might be able to offer you some relief on that front sure
0: now about Gwen no I think I'd rather end now just use the time to go sit in the Arboretum of course your needs are honored take care of Feeney all right doing my best So, your first session post-residence. Yeah. How are you feeling?
4: Good, though weird. No one out there asks me if they can use their gift while we're together today.
0: Is that (laughs) what that was? I got that while I was talking just now, and you... That was funny. Yeah. Rose, I'm getting the lost. That's a familiar feeling. Right? Right. I remember the first time
4: you ever said those words, I'm getting a lost feeling from you. Is that how I sound? (laughs) Not quite. You make it sound more empathetic. More heightened. Uh, What's it like being back at work? I heard you started your old floor manager position? I did. They were so kind to give me my old position. It was a bit triggery the first few days. All those places my abuser had been or times I'd taken calls from him... Hiding in alcoves, trying not to disturb anybody with calming him down.
0: And you don't have to do that ever again.
4: Yeah. Is that why I feel so empty? Is it? Do you always answer a question with a question? Do you? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's a combination of empty and nostalgic. Maybe I miss something I thought I had,
0: but never did. Oh, that, that grief is so painful. I'm so sorry Rosie. Thank you for the compassion Feeney.
4: I think the only reason I worry about the emptiness is because how do I fix that? How do I fix the emptiness? What if what if I try to do something stupid or dangerous just so I can feel not so empty?
0: Let's take those as separate questions. Is that okay? Yes. Let's start with the stupid or dangerous. Is that all right?
4: Yeah sure. You worried I'll do something stupid or dangerous?
0: I'd be more worried about that if you hadn't brought it up with me before you did something stupid or dangerous. (laughs) Okay, that's a good point. I worry when you get silent, not when you talk about your concerns. I like that. Let's look at the stupid and dangerous, though. What constitutes stupid or dangerous?
4: Oh, um, finding someone even more manipulative than my abuser to date or hang out with? And if that happened... How would you handle it? I guess I'd report him and come back and live here,
0: (laughs) right? I love what you did there. You gave yourself permission to get what you need. If, by chance, you get entangled in another abusive relationship, you know where you can turn for help.
4: Yeah, I do. But we both know that I'm not going to do that. Do we? Yes, because this is probably just about my fear that I could lose everything and have to start over.
0: It's a valid fear. One I deeply understand. You've worked hard to get where you are. You've worked hard to be this healed. And from the abuse you've suffered, it can feel frightening to give yourself credit for that.
4: Yes, I feel scared of that, yes.
0: Rosie, you have been through so much. And you've been so brave. You deserve to have confidence in your ability to care for yourself.
4: Yeah? When I heard you say things like that in the beginning, I didn't believe them. And now? Now I do. I hear your intention behind the words.
0: I'm so glad I get to work with you.
4: I'm so glad I get to work with you, too.
0: I'm getting that question. Is that about your kids?
4: Sort of. Now that I'm grounded, now that I feel like I have myself back, I hear them say things sometimes that worry me. Things that remind me of messages my abuser gave them. And I don't know what to do to help, and I don't know how to make sure they're, they're seeing things clearly. That makes sense. I
0: want to do right by them. That underlying commitment you feel toward them is so steady, so clear.
4: Yes. I feel that
0: for them. You know, it's okay not to be their advo.
4: What? What
0: do you mean by that? It's okay to be their mother. Parenting is different from advocating in that you have an obligation to call them out on behaviors and things that aren't in their best interest. It's not always the easiest place to be, but it is okay to share with them that you're concerned, and why. Especially since they reported him, you can let them know you're concerned about them and about the things they're saying. I thought that wouldn't be appropriate. If you were their advo, it wouldn't be. But you're their mother. You can go places other people can't. Kids want their parents close. They always want to know that their parents are paying attention. It's really important to feel like their, their parents are... Uh, I mean, g- kids just want to be able to count on their parents. Count on the love and support parents are capable of giving. I
4: feel like...
0: It's okay to say it out loud. Let's confront it together.
4: I feel like I'm not enough.
0: Not enough for...
4: For them... For what they need?
0: Enough to be both father and mother. Wait, what? I'm getting the distinct impression that you feel like you need to be both father and mother.
4: That impression is right. You got that from my emotions?
0: Sort of. I had a gut instinct and thought I'd follow it. Well, it's spot on. You're enough for you. They need you, not you and your abuser. In fact, they need to know that they don't ever have to deal with their abuser again. Wow.
4: I guess I never thought about how they'd need to hear that from me.
0: And you especially.
4: Then, um, do you mind if I, uh, I. I'd like to go call my daughter right now. I want them to hear this as soon as possible. Uh, of course. Same time next month?
0: Absolutely.
4: Uh, thank you. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad you're you. Oh, uh, um, t- topic change? <laughs> Thank you. See you next month.
0: Uh, Jeanette, um, I'm having some real trouble. Uh, I was hoping we could make it work to have a session today. Uh, I, I just realized, I just had a, f- a few triggers uh, in my session with Rosie. I'm, I'm struggling to, to put things in context. Can you meet me here? I don't want to leave my office. I'll call Percy till you get here. Just, um, uh, hurry. Please?
1: Hey, it's Percy and Feeney here. What you just heard is a work of fiction but we know that many listeners are living in a world of pain that isn't fictional at all.
0: At the end of every episode, we're going to include an appendix of sorts, some things we hope will serve those who live with a reality of fear and pain every day.
1: First, we want to let you know about our website, www.empowering.tools, where we keep an ongoing list of books, websites, hotlines, and many other resources for victims and survivors of toxic
0: relationships. Second, love to hear from you, If you'd like to share your story with us or let us know how the episode impacted you, we'd love for you to reach out. These are deeply emotional things and we want to give you a chance to share. We're a small team, so an in-depth response isn't always possible, but we do read every message we receive. Third,
1: if you're in crisis or you need to find an immediate way out, please call 800-799-7233 for the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. If your abuser is a parent or a non-romantic relationship, there are other resources we've listed on the website that are just for you.
0: A reminder, emotional violence is still violence. You don't need to have bruises on your body to deserve help, and it's okay to feel what you're feeling when you call.
1: Fourth, be safe. For some, getting out will take planning and time. If you know you need help, do what you need in order to safely get away.
0: Lastly, We know how difficult it can be to believe there's hope on the other side of a toxic relationship.
1: Many on our team know the devastatingly difficult steps it takes to get away
0: from an abusive predator. But there is hope. You don't have to do it alone. If you don't have supportive family or friends, you can still find support at the hotlines we mentioned earlier or at a local hospital or shelter.
1: Thousands of survivors have made it out. Getting out and reclaiming your freedom can be your story.
0: We believe in you.
1: We believe in your future,
0: and And we we believe believe in in your your right to that that freedom. freedom.